Hi, and welcome to the Seacoast Vineyard Church Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us online and remind you to feel free to visit our website at seacoastvineyard.com anytime for up-to-date information on our local church here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. If you would like to give financially to this ministry, whether that's a one-time gift or a recurring monthly gift, simply click on the Give tab at our website and give however God leads you. Now, we want you to enjoy this message from God's Word. trying to raise about $900 to help us get up to Virginia Beach. There's about 12 to 15 of us going um, up there for camp this summer. And if you would like to give to that, you can um, put that in the offering basket as it comes around. You can go online to seacoastvineyard.com and get the memo student or Virginia Beach and we'll get the memo and that kind of stuff if you want to support um, our students going up there. So uh, that's my little speech and that's our fundraiser for um, <laughs> this summer. <laughs> Fun, isn't it? Everybody gets a participate. participate. Um, okay, so we have a um, Turn to the one you disregarded, the other one, and say, for God's word. For God's word. You don't like that one as much. That wasn't as loud. That's all right. Um, we know who your favorite is on your left or your right. No. We are so excited. I want you to be excited for what you hear today, um, and, and I'm excited uh, to bring God's word. So let's pray, and we'll just dive right in. Father, um, we are just truly thankful that we can come here, uh, that we're just here to worship you, uh, that we can come to this place of truth today. on TV, and it's a Valspar commercial. Has anybody seen this commercial, this tank commercial? Um, so there is the setting where um, a dad and his three kids are on one end of the Skype line, and the mother away on a business trip is on the other end of the Skype line, right? And um, Skype, FaceTime, if you're an Apple user, whatever, doesn't matter, they're video chatting, and mom's doing her work thing, and dad's at home with the kids, um, they have three kids, and everything looks hunky-dory. Um, they are all there, like, yeah, yeah, mom, it's awesome, it's going great, this is, this is really cool, and she's like, are you sure, is everything okay? <laughs> yeah, fine, we're doing great today, <laughs> we're doing 
turns out. And you see the tornado destruction that used to be their kitchen with spaghetti stains and food and peanut butter sandwiches falling off the ceiling and everything like that. Have you all seen this? And, um, and I'm, just, I'm just a little annoyed at that with that commercial. Um, I'm just saying it, 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 it's a little, it, it, it's crap. It's, that's what it is. It is not realistic in today's generation, fathers. We know how to handle a house. I want to say, I want to think that in this generation, we know how to handle I know when my wife, my one wife got to travel a lot this past May. She's gone for two weeks. She had a mission trip. She went out of town um, with the fifth graders to Washington, D.C. Very cool stuff, very good things that she was doing. But you better believe that I got my house on lockdown when my wife is out of town. I love you, mothers. I love you. You had your day last month, and we, we can't do this without you. We can't. I love moms. I love moms day. But fathers, give me some fun. It's okay. You don't have to hide. You can wink. You can nod. I mean, you can get a little. But yes, we know how to handle I know how to do dishes. I really do. I can go to the dishwasher. I know how to do laundry, even. Fold it. Kind of. I can put it away. I can put it away. That's right. I know how to vacuum. Yes. That's sexy. I know. I can vacuum. I can keep my house clean. I can keep my kids unlocked. I can get them dressed and fed. I know how to handle my home. So, and, and I'm, I'm just, I'm not the only one. I know there are dads out there. So, dads, I give you mad props, even if you, you just kind of hold it in. I know moms will sit next to you. So, yes, but, but, and it is better together. I will say that. Like, strategy-wise, like, I, I feel, when I have my partner with me, and God made, you know, us to be together and, and to enjoy it more, and, and we can really tackle this head on that way, <laughs> right? And now the more kids you have, I'm sorry, um, but I, I like to keep it even. That's why we have two on two in our house. So far, I know you were teenagers, you're laughing at me, that's okay. Um, 
and uh, she is uh, she's awesome. But I can remember bringing her home from hospital. Dad, can you remember bringing your first your first hospital child home? And I have to kind of scroll back in, in the memory. And, um, and, and but I remember bringing Addison and, and them telling me that I can take her um, outside the hospital. Are you sure? Like I, suddenly air was toxic. Like oxygen. No. Um, so. So I took her out to to our to at the time we had a minivan, five star crash rating and everything like that. And um, and I put her and I strapped her into the to the car seat and I was I was trying to look for as many belts like I'm grabbing belts from the back and like strapping them around and making sure that they're they're there some duct tape um, to make sure the seat. But what I wanted to do was get another car seat and like put it on top and make like a cocoon, right? And put like styrofoam around it and like wrap like this. That's what I wanted to do and like make a cute. They said I can't. Um, so I made my wife like hold the car seat like back. She's like, "What?" I'm like, "No, you're gonna hold the car seat while we're driving. Like, like it's just all strapped in." Okay, woman, hold the car seat. She's not falling out the door. Like, you never know what's gonna happen. Um, so I do. All right. So I was making sure that she was gonna get home safe. And we, um, so we ventured out from Grand Slam Hospital onto Highway 17 bypass at a cruising 20 miles per hour. Um, I was driving through, um, and, and, and it was just about getting to 31. I'm like, I don't want that death trap. And so we're going. I'm stopping at green lights, making sure the intersection is all good. And it took us about 32 minutes to get back to Philip Road from Grand Strand. But besides that, um, it's been a great, a great family, and I, I thank God every day. Um, and my dad's really there for you to make sure that you do what he's asked you to do. Um, on Dad's Day, I also want you to think back Perfect for, for dads that work a lot. All right? And you throw it at the net, and you catch it. 
the ball will come back at your face. Like super fast. I was already afraid of the ball. I'm afraid of baseball. Sorry. But so I, I switched to basketball. Um, and then when, and it, it was just, I was like, this isn't any fun. It's just making me have more nightmares about balls hitting me in the face. All right? So, um, and so it's just, it's, that, that game, I was like, what is, like, you, you really have a dude just making love to baseball and, and then I quit. Um, and, and then the, the last thing that I kind of remember about my dad that sticks in my memory is he was on like five acres, right? And I'm not sure what child labor laws were back then, but at seven years old, my dad would have me mow the grass on like a giant riding mower. Um, and, and what's funny is I can remember him sometimes getting stuck in the ditch. And I'm like, what is that guy? No. Anyway, at seven years old, but he'd make me go out to the barn. We kept it in the barn. Um, grass was snakes infested and that kind of stuff. Probably why I don't like the outdoors. Um, but I had to go out to the barn to get to get the mower all jabbed up with the rat nest out the engine and get it all fast and, and, and go mow the grass and that kind of stuff. And I can remember doing that. Um, and, and nowadays, I think that would be crowd fun. But, um, but so, uh, he did, he did teach me, Dad, you know, Dad said, you teach responsibility to your son. So, so I do love my dad. If you, if your dad is, um, still around, still living, um, definitely give him a call today. Um, or call us later in life and say that you, um, contacted him and that he's safe. Um, the thing is, his dads aren't perfect. He said that. Um, his dads are not perfect. I don't know if they were ever in fact, all the way back in the scriptures, dads aren't perfect. You guys are going to help me out here. I'm going to flash some names of dads up on the screen from scripture, and you're going to yell out their sin issue. Their issue, their sin issue, some issue that you recollect. Now, if, you, if you're new to the Bible thing um, and that kind of stuff, and you don't, that's all right. That's all right. Just to let you know, people have issues in the Bible. Like, we have issues. Nowadays, people go to church, not perfect people. God uses imperfect people, in fact, for some great things. So we're going to throw up some names of dads from the Bible. You guys help me yell out their issues. Here we go. First one, Adam. David. David. <laughs> whoa, whoa. We're, we're starting wars. Here we go. Podcast. That was not me. All right. Um, Adam. Adam has some issues. I mean, just basically the downfall um, of, of mankind. This basic issue. He did have some, he had some, he had some uh, non-listening issues, disobeying, um, and then what they say. Um, okay. Next, uh, next dad up on the screen, Noah. Everybody know? Alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> had a little drinking problem with Noah. Now, he was found righteous in God's eyes, but after a flood like that, I mean, he had a guy turned somewhere. All right. Um, Dad, Abraham. Anybody know? Abraham's pretty righteous. He had a couple. He had a couple misgivings with trust and faith issues as well. There were a couple times he kind of did his own thing, and God had to kind of put him back on the same path. Yeah, a little. Yeah, a little bit of lying. But what, what number is that on the on the, on the top top ten commandments? All right. Um, had a little problem with lying. Had a little problem with trust. And we'll give you the next one. David. All right. Slow down, everybody. I know he had a lot. He had to go through like the top, uh, all, all ten commandments, I believe, David broke at, 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 at once in some cases. Um, he, he had some, some major, major um, sin issues, and yet he was a man after God's own heart. Um, and so David, David, we pray for David. We still pray for David. But <laughs> he, he had some, he had some issues he had. But I love David. He's a great, uh, great man. 
I would have been in the kitchen all like for weeks just trying to make breakfast for all all the moms. That are, you want broth? Um, okay, last one. Zechariah, Old New Testament father. Anybody got one? Doubt it. Yes. Okay. Again, a little misgiving on the faith. They did trust God to do what God said He was going to do. I think we can. Of all of them, Zechariah is probably the easiest that we can fall into uh, a bed with doubting um, or God can do something that seems impossible because it seems outside of our ability to do what God can do. What happens with faith is a lot of times in our faith we have our difficulties. I have my difficulties. But sometimes we can, we can kind of pass along that dark place, right? Sometimes, um, maybe inadvertently, inevitably have some issues um, as well that, that may be based off the circumstances and experiences they experience with their fathers sometimes. And, and these are very real. So, so here, I'm going to um, put those things back on up there. Adam had a son. Adam had a son. What was, what, what was his issue? Murder. <laughs> One of them at least murdered somebody, uh, committed the very first murder in history. Um, you know, and as sin uh, trickles down, we have issues with our son Noah.
instead of seeing who God is, I see the who and the what of my experiences. And I heap those onto God and I say, God, you must be like that. Like that's what I see when I look at you. So that must be what you're like. My dad was never around, and so well, maybe you're not around all the time. Maybe you're just kind of out there, and I don't really have a connection. My dad doesn't hug me enough, doesn't love me. You can't be a loving father. You're just kind of more standard, standoffish, and, and that kind of stuff. You're a distant, distant kind of father. I know that sometimes that, that the hurt from life experiences, you just keep that on to who God is. You have some fill-ins, and, and the first one is that we do God, we're just looking through the mess of sin. So sin affected relationships, sin affected our whole genetic makeup, sin affected all of creation, sin affected our thought process, sin affected everything in and around us. From God's perfect creation to what we see now. Sin is the culprit. start with our life, and we try and view God, and see God, and we hear people say what God is, but we can't see through it because we're starting with ourselves when we're looking at it. And He's there. He begs us not to. He wants us to start with Him. Now, what's cool about this little mirror here?
Bible, of our relationship, we can start from the correct place and do something to that, to my life. Make sense? Because, because I don't want to project issues from my past, issues from my father figures, onto a person in my life. I don't want to get it wrong to see God saying forgiveness. I want it to come straight from the source of my issues. I'd much rather trust
drastically changes the here and now because you're a new creation with the Spirit inside of you, with God's Spirit living inside of you. And now your whole world of who He is and the perspective from which He sees changes. It becomes your eyes as well, moving forward. And all of us have, have some kind of influence in our life, whether you're a dad with kids, um, whether your kids have grown up um, and they have kids of their own now.
about this week. So he, he, he brings his son, and he hears about how gracious Jesus is. So he brings him to his disciples first, because he's like, Jesus, something here. And Jesus didn't seem to be around at that moment. So he brought him to his disciples, and, and, and they try and Thank you. 
We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast from Seacoast Vineyard Church in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. We look forward to you joining us next time on iTunes or at our website, www.seacoastvineyard.com.